Well, hello there, family. I didn't see you there. And welcome back to another edition of Midweek Moment with the Crenshaws. I am Sanchez Crenshaw, and as always, I am joined by the most wonderful person I know, the wind beneath my wings, the rib that completes me, the Diana Prince to my Stephen Trevor. What is going on, family? What is going on? I am Angela Crenshaw, guys. What is going on? That's my wife, family. Wonder Woman. That's my wife, family. In case y'all didn't get it. I'm doing trivia. Everything is trivia with him. So I'm doing trivia. Everything is not trivia with so me. So Diana Prince is Wonder Woman. Thank you for the compliment, babe. Wow. I just wanted to sing. It's, it's probably why I wanted to sing. You just wanted to sing? I just wanted to sing. What's going on, no baby? No problem at all. What's going on? Nothing much. So family, as always, we just want to take time to just thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for being a part of this journey. For our new family members, we just thank you guys for taking a chance on us. Yes. For listening. Um, however you found us whether it's itunes whether it's podbean whether it's spotify whether it's google play whether it's iHeartRadio or amazon music come on now or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com we thank you guys so much for taking a chance on us and for our returning family members you already know how we feel about you so guys, we just Bravo. thank you for being a part. We thank you for allowing us into your home. Yeah. We thank you for just taking a chance. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Alrighty then. And as always, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast. Yes. So what that means is that we can be found on the socials. Come on. We're on Instagram. We're yes. on Twitter. We're on Facebook. All in the Crenshaw Corner. And then you can also email us at any time at thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Once again, thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Yes. Family, we always love hearing from you. We love you. We love you. We love you. You know what? There's one thing I did forget, though. What's that? Thank you for coming to the cookout. Oh. And family, I hope you brought some aluminum foil. So you can take something with you. That's right. Um, We said it before that one of the things we love to have fun on this podcast, um, we will go down rabbit holes from time to time. Um, our ending topic may not be the beginning topic. <laughs> the majority of the time. The majority of the time. The majority of the time. But one thing we always try to do is we always try to impart something. And we always try to leave you with something. So therefore, bring the aluminum foil so you can what? Take something with you, people. Take something with you. There you go. I was, um, when you were saying that, I was thinking about my aunt. I won't say her name. And she used to bring a piece of aluminum foil folded up in a Ziploc baggie, a big one. And when she got to the cookout, she would make her plate, put in her aluminum foil, put it in the baggie, put her name on it, and put it to the side, and then go make her plate. That's what you got to do. Auntie was a trendsetter. Yeah, okay. Auntie out here, auntie out here starting trends. That's what you should do. That's mm-hmm. how you do it. No. You get that initial one because you know you want to take something home, and you got to get that first one because Listen. if not, all the good stuff is done by the time you start packing up. No. So you got to get that good stuff out the way first. You don't supposed to have room for in a, in a zip bag going to a cookout, y'all. Auntie came prepared. But I'm just saying, just bring some aluminum I'm foil. Kind of do like Auntie. Bring your aluminum foil in a ziplock bag. Go it's ahead and get bags. it. So, yes. So, babe, what's up? Okay, so listen. What's on your lovely mind? This subject, didn't want to touch it. Didn't want to talk about it. It's a touchy subject. Is Cl- it a, clutch oh, pearls. Oh, Lord. Um... May not be a touchy subject for us, but it's a touchy subject for other people. Okay. So that's why it's that's why it's been addressed, it's been asked, so we're gonna go ahead and do it. How the question was, what do you do and how do you handle your in laws? Ooh. Oh, that's what we're doing out here. 
Oh, I thought we were trying to keep marriages together. We are trying to keep marriages together. But this is the question. <laughs> this is the question that's been asked for us to talk about. And yeah, go Sanchez. Okay. Wow, so I got to start this. All right, you just so, go. Let's see where you go with this right, subject. So let's, let's do this two different ways. So okay. let's talk about um, practical. Mm-hmm. And then we'll kind of get into more personal and talk about our experience. Okay. With in-laws. Okay. So how do you deal with in-laws? First of all, you have to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. You have to start with boundaries. Yep. Um, and that means setting boundaries for not only your in-laws, mm-hmm. but that means setting boundaries for your relationship itself. Yeah. So husband and wife, wife and husband, setting boundaries within their relationship. Right. And then extending those boundaries outside to everyone else. I think one of the most common things mm-hmm. is that because we always think that our family has our best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. So we have a tendency of oversharing mm-hmm. a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. So yes. my spouse gets mad at me. So I go share. I go talk to my mother. I go talk to my siblings. Mm-hmm. Or I go talk to auntie. I go talk to somebody I'm used to talking to mm-hmm. about previous or past relationships. Right. And then so, and while you're venting, mm-hmm. they're taking inventory. Yeah, they're taking, they got a score, they got yeah, a scorecard. they have a scorecard. Yeah, because they just waiting. Yeah. Especially so, if they didn't like your spouse. From the beginning. From the beginning. And that that is some cases sometimes. Yes, absolutely. Where for whatever reason, mm-hmm. they don't like the person you're with. Right. So they're always looking for a reason mm-hmm. to undercut that person. Right. So where you're going and you're, you think you're venting, well, I'm mad right now. I just need to get it off my chest. Mm-hmm. So you go and vent to that person. Now, two days later, mm-hmm. you're not mad anymore. Y'all just happy, peppy you're person ha- with love. Right. Until that until that family dinner <laughs> that that person you vented to, mm-hmm. they st- they're still upset. Right. They're looking at him or her sideways. And now, now they want to bring up some things you said. Right. Absolutely. So that's why I say you have to start with boundaries. You have to set those boundaries. Mm-hmm. What you got to add to it? I think I don't, I don't, you know, the crazy part about, we talked not too long about, um, probably maybe Wednesday or Friday about not communicating. Yes. And I did. think that that's another thing that we don't, they can't, people who get together don't communicate about what kind of family do you have? What kind of family do I have? Um, you know, how, tell me how, what's, what's the level of love for your mama? Let me tell you the level of love for my mama. Yeah. Like, and, and it's serious business because I've talked, we've talked to several people who, and I'm not, it's just generalization where men would quote mama boys, but not even mama boys, just that their mom, they're, they're very close with their parent, their mom. Right. And, but she, she card block. She chumps the wife all the time. And so like what mama want, mama's going to get. And then the wife just got to deal with it, you know? And so because there was no conversation about that up front about that relationship and what his mom meant to him or, and how you as a wife is going to fit into that and not even that, but do you want to even fit in to that situation? You got to talk that, talk about that. I don't know why I'm tongue tied tonight today, but, um, you have to fit that in when you're dating. That's a dating conversation to have seriously. That's not one of the, that's not one of the conversations. And a lot of people make this mistake. They wait until the situation comes up. Mm-hmm. They wait until they're married. They right. wait until that family dinner or the family reunion or right. Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the situation comes up and now they're dealing with it. And you like, I didn't know you were like that with yeah. your mom. Or I didn't know you was like that with your dad or your sister or, or your, your, family, bro- your family as a whole. Yeah, because talking personally, you know, 
we come from two totally different families. Totally different families. And that's one thing because we didn't have that conversation. We did not. We learned the hard way. Oh, my gosh. Where my family was, quote unquote, close. Mm -hmm. But we were nowhere near your family Mm -hmm. where everybody is in everybody's business in my family everybody is in everybody's house everybody got keys to everybody's house people <laughs> yes. coming and going. going yes we do you know you turn around one minute there's 45 people in the house <laughs> you don't know where they came from mm-hmm. you know you got we cook for everybody you we cook, cook for, for family everybody. everybody come over for sunday you know you got four generations living in one home yeah you know where my family wasn't like that we got together once a week Jeez. And that was Saturday. Jeez. And we met at my grandparents' home. Mm-hmm. And the adults went where they whatever they did and went whatever they did. And, mm-hmm. you know, my brother and myself, we would stay at my grandparents' house. Or mm-hmm. later on in life, I would stay at my grandparents' mm-hmm. house. But it was, you know, we kind of talked throughout the week. But it was, it was, like I said, we saw each other once a week. And then we would see each other, of course, holidays, special occasions. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't well, like with your family. It's Until like you married me. Every <laughs> day. And it's like you're on the phone with everybody every day. And it's like three or four different cousins calling back to back. And it's like two and three hour conversations yeah. every day. And it's like. Yo, I'm not used to this. Yeah, it was, ex- and I wasn't used to the fact that. Well, you live here in Charlotte. You ain't gonna go visit so and so. No, no. I'm like, how you not gonna go? No. Good. We could be in the in their in the vicinity of where they live. I'm like, babe, ain't no. They don't know this car. And I'm like, oh my god, like it's like there's no way. Yeah, like and, there's no way. And family. Trust me, I'm not saying it's like it's a good thing. I'm not. I'm not saying this is how you should be. But I'm and, and I'm not saying it. We we we're, yeah. we're not saying any, either way is good or bad. We're just saying different. It's, it's just different yeah. in the reality of our relationship. Because I have I, you know, truth be told, I have family members in my same city. Mm-hmm. I have blood family members. Mm-hmm. We share DNA. Mm-hmm. I have not seen it years yeah and we're talking about double digit years i haven't crazy and my wife could not fathom that. i can't i don't even know what that is like why would you because i would say to him hey babe hey but then but then he did it he brought me around them yeah and you regret it and oh my goodness and you regretted it (laughs) it was you know what it was um i think when it comes to in-laws I think that for for me coming into your to your family dynamic because right. you guys are, are very close. Like it's not y'all not trying to be close. Y'all are very close. It's just that y'all have a different way of doing things. It's a different closeness. It's a different closeness. And so when I came on the scene, it was like, why? Because the way that to be honest, the way that your family was set up is that you had a child with someone, right? You know, because people know that we're a blended family. You had a child with someone. And that is who you're supposed to marry. There should be no marrying anybody else. Ooh. And and it, and, it, and it was, they just made sure that I understood the concept. Put it like that. It made sure I understood. And I think that you have to be mindful of having these conversations and then making sure that you're protecting each other. I think that's, that's yeah. another thing. Protecting each, I protect my husband. He protects me. Period. Straight across the board. And I think that a lot of couples don't do that. No. Nah, and I, it's, 
it's one thing that, and we've talked about this young lady a lot on the podcast. Um, one thing Judge Judy always says. Did you say young lady? Yeah. Did you say Judge was like a young lady? Yeah, young lady. Okay, good. Carry on. There's certain episodes of there's certain even though I watch pretty much every, every episode. Yes, you do more than the, one time. But there's certain cases of hers I will not watch. Uh huh. And only because it irks me. Mm-hmm. And it's only because of her mentality when it comes to marriage and blended families you don't like something that just judy does. i don't that's I, a miracle i don't like her i don't like her viewpoint on that um, on that on mm-hmm. blended families mm-hmm. on marriage one thing she'll always say like if it's a husband and wife if the court case is dealing in family mm-hmm. and it's like a husband and wife mm-hmm. on the defendants or the um what's the p word plaintiffs mm-hmm. and they're like suing either their parents or the parents are suing the kids whatever whatever right one thing she always one thing she always says is like you know well look look at look at this person beside you mm-hmm. you know marriages in in America you know they have a fifty fifty chance of working mm-hmm. you know odds are you won't see this person you won't even remember this person in twenty years mm-hmm. but you only get one mother and father mm-hmm. and in in theory that's that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But mom and daddy ain't right all the time. All the time. Because we're not right all the yeah. time. And what happens is that because we feel like mom and daddy are right all the time. Mm-hmm. And mom and daddy have a right to say whatever say they and want. Treat people and the treat way. people to yeah. however they want. And now you have strife in your marriage. marriage. Because A, and I, I do this from time to time. Husbands, let me let me, let me, let me peep you to a little game. Just a little game. Um, the moment your wife does not feel secure and protect it mm-hmm. you've lost her it's a problem it's a problem it's a problem you've and i'm not necessarily saying that she's gonna pack up and leave but you've lost her you've lost her mentally you've emotionally, lost her emotionally yes you have because she has to feel secure she mm-hmm. has to feel protected from mm-hmm. everything and everything. everybody mm-hmm. that means it's not only does she feel like if a stranger breaks into the house, you're going to protect her? Mm-hmm. No, but what if your mother says something flipped to her? Right. What if your father says something out of the way? What right. if a family member treats her out of the way? Right. And we have a tendency of saying, oh, because that's so-and-so. That's just how they that's are. That's just how they oh, are. Oh, that's just how my mom is. No. Yeah, you know, well, she just loves me. She's just real protective. And so Mm-mm. she, yeah, but we forget, okay, yeah, mom's great. Love mom. Mm-hmm. Not saying anything about mom. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for mom. Mm-hmm. But if mom is out of order mm-hmm. and something she says to the woman that I've devoted my life to, mm-hmm. there's a problem. It is a problem. And vice versa. If, if wives, you know, you just can't be letting cousin Ray Ray and them or your uncle or your dad or anything like that just roll up on your husband and want to speak to him very disrespectfully or and you know another thing about family what te- which which would uh what's what i'm looking for what's the word you what you use to grind like, my gears grind your gears um is the fact that for some reason this is why you can't tell everybody everything and you can't bring everybody around everybody they have a tendency of talking about your past girl. Now you married, past girlfriends, past. I remember when you past relationships, and and it's intentional. They're doing it intentional. They do it on purpose. Do it on purpose. Um, and so you got to be careful and protect each other, protect your marriage, and protect each other. And it's and it's one of those things that is very difficult. We knew going in early in the game that there was some protection. Happening. Yeah, there, there 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 was because I recall early in our relationship and our marriage. <laughs> That there was this one particular family member that 
took it upon themselves to decide they want to tell me your whole catalog. Yeah, and I'm like, what is that about? And just run through every relationship that I had. I'm like, okay, but please tell me your point in this. Yeah, because this is the thing. I think that sometimes family think that it's funny or it's a joke. I don't know what whatever that's about, but it's not for the new person coming in. You know, and I think that when 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 the question was how do you handle in laws, first of all you handle in laws with respect, and you sit down with them and you give them this is this is what it is this is my marriage this is where we're going with it this is how it's going to be and if you cannot respect it, then maybe you won't see me for a while yeah. because it has to be a it's it's a matter of being respectful to the person that I love, the person I married, the person that I chose. And I want you to be a part of it. I don't want to cut you out of it. I don't want to you not be a part of what I'm enjoying. I need you to be a part of it. But if you cannot respect my wishes and respect the person that I marry and that I love, then yeah, I, I got to cut you off. And that's just me. I, again, that may not be for everybody, but I know that that's for me yeah. personally. And I'm okay. And I already, already hear the, the other side of the argument already here yeah but this person ain't no good or this person is that so i'm just trying to keep it 100 i'm trying to i know what's best for them that's not always the case mm-hmm. that's not always the case it's it's not up to you to tell me if the person i'm with is good or bad for mm-hmm. me now of course there's some caveats to that mm-hmm. um if i open the door yeah for you to tell me something if i open the door mm-hmm. um, ask for your advice then yeah, yeah. You know, you can always go to the extreme because there are extreme situations. Right. You know, if it's physical abuse, mental abuse, yeah. It's, it's, it's different. It's different scenarios for that. Right. But we're just talking about the regular, the regular degular. The regular degular. The everyday relationship. Yeah. Nobody slapping nobody. Yeah. Nobody cussing nobody out. Yes. We just going through life and the in-laws think they know what's best. So how, how do you counteract that? First of all, you got to be a united front. Yes, you do. That's first of all. You have Up you have to be a united from day front. Day one. It has to be a situation where they know they can't divide you. Yes. Because it's an old saying, but it still holds true. Mm-hmm. A house divided cannot stand. It cannot will fall so, every time. And family will do that. Family. Like you can come over, but don't bring him. Yeah, oh, I ain't coming then. Then I ain't coming. What ain't the? Coming. Is you. I can. And that's okay. And that also shows your spouse disrespect. You see what I'm saying? Like, well, babe, I'm, I'm going to go over there. How do you think that make the, make them feel? You're going to go, you, oh, well, my mom want me to come over. She really don't like, you know, she don't like, she said me, not you. What? No, we're not doing that. Yeah. We're I, not doing that. There are certain, and one thing we always try to be honest on this podcast, mm-hmm. there are certain family members I don't deal with now to this day mm-hmm. because- it was a family function. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who I had not seen in 20 some odd years that came into town mm-hmm. and we went um, or we were invited to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the crazy part, I didn't want to go. Yeah. You talked me into going. Because I believe in family. You believe in family. I do. You talked me into going. Um, we went. Mm-hmm. And the entire time, they only tried to speak to me. Mm-hmm. They would not acknowledge you. Mm-hmm. They would not speak to you. Mm-hmm. When you tried to speak to them, they act, they acted as though you were not there. Mm-hmm. And so I kindly got my wife and I left and I haven't been back. 
Mm-hmm. Because the one thing you're not going to do, you're not going to, there's no way you can tell me that you love me mm-hmm. and then mistreat the person that I love. Right. Absolutely. M- mistreat the mother of my children. Right. Mistreat the woman that under God I've devoted my life to. Right. To mistreat the woman who you prayed for me that I would get at yeah. a young age. Right. And then once God blessed me with this person, mm-hmm. because it's not in the package that you that you, you thought, thought it should exactly, be in. Exactly. That you thought it should be in. Exactly. So you do you try to mistreat her. Yeah. So my in my mind, how do how do I do that? How do I sit under or sit in a situation where the woman that I love is being mistreated? Mm-hmm. Now I have to go home with this person. Right. And now I have to deal with the aftermath. Mm-hmm. And I have to I have to look in her face and she and she looks to that look where you didn't protect me. Right. You know, you didn't you didn't look out for me. Right. You didn't you didn't do you let the, you allowed them to mistreat me. Right. And why? Because they're family. Right. I thought I was family too. Right. I, I thought I was the family. You know, I thought I was the, the family. family. Exactly. Now, and I get it. All situations, and like for us, we have a very strange dynamic. We do. Because, and once again, truth being told, from Angie's side of the family, mm-hmm. we have no problems. I mean, Nate, let me, okay, let me say something to y'all. When I got married to this wonderful man, called our parents, hey, parents. We come to New York. My mom said, no problem. Pop said, no problem. Have a little cookout. Oh. Just a little cookout, Yeah, just, y'all. A, just a little. Grandma, j- j- just a little cookout, you know, at the house. You know, my parents had a brownstone, backyard, front yard, all of that good stuff. Just a little cookout. Some, just, to, just to say congrats. Just let the family meet him. Y'all. <laughs> Pulled up in front of the house. Stoop, as people know if you're from New York, stoop full. 45 people on the stoop. From the yard full. <laughs> Another 16 people in House the front yard. House full. Another 355 Back people. Backyard full. Another 400 people in the And backyard. if it was not more than nothing, a special touch, my children's father was invited. <laughs> Sitting there like the king he is. Sitting there like the king he is. That's my dude, though. I love that guy. I know you do. You That's love him dude. for real. You him. love That's him. That's my guy. Yo, see, just looked at me. I looked at him. Welcome to the family. Yeah. Well, well, Welcome to the because family. it was nothing at that point that he can do. We there now. But my family, I went to the backyard, came back to find my husband in a cipher. In a cipher. Now all my cousins. <laughs> now understand, family. So it was like a bad '80s movie. <laughs> like I'm in a cipher. I'm in the middle. And I'm surrounded, I'm not a small guy, but I was surrounded by some of the biggest dudes (laughs) I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not talking about overweight dudes. No, no. I'm talking about like bounce a quarter off their stomach dudes. I mean like like dudes that have spent all their life, they came out the womb and went straight to the gym. (laughs) These type dudes. And it's like, listen, it's like 10, 11, like Mm -hmm. it's crazy numbers. And like in a cypher. And I'm like being grilled from left to right. Yeah, just from he better be able to answer quick too. And the crazy part, out of all that, it mm-hmm. was only one person mm-hmm. that I was actually afraid of. One girl. It was, and it was the female <laughs> cousin. <laughs> my, my cousin, she's passed away, but tiny. boy, tiny, tiny is the Ooh. only one 
that I was a tiny was only like four, like four eleven. <laughs> she was as tall as me. <laughs> she was as tall as me, and she was the only one. But even through it all, even through the grill, even through the interrogation, all I felt was love. Yeah, from all I felt was from acceptance. Yeah, and love from day one. Yeah, they loved you. Even yeah. like now, it's like they, everybody just was like, "We're seeing Chaz like." You know, he married into the family, but they love him. My family was just like, if this is who she loved, plus they knew that do not, (laughs) they just knew that this is who I love and this is who I married. I'm a force by myself. I'm a a force by myself. That's all I'm saying. They knew that. No. Yeah. Don't don't. It, this is not going. If you do Take the a wrong, breed. D- don't yeah. don't do that. And so so that's what he got. But what I got from his side was again and and taking nothing from them. That's what their feeling was. Because you never can be mad at people's perspective. Nah. As and much as as much as you want, want to, to be, you, you cannot. Really can't be angry about somebody's perspective. Some, and a couple of their perspective. And and and, and he hates when I say this because and he was like, I don't care, but. I saw their point of view. First of all, I was 10 years older than him. I already came with three sons. Um, they felt that he should stay with his children, her, his daughter's mom, because she was like one and a half at that time, almost two. Yes, like almost. No, um, she's two. She was two. She's two. Um, and they felt like he wasn't making a great decision. And plus, he had been married before. And it didn't go well. So that they was, that was a trial marriage, though. I, it was a trial marriage. Yeah, the expiration went up. On mm-hmm. that. It was a trial marriage. So they thought that they knew what was best for him, and they had his best interest at heart. So I was not coming through. And the thing about it is, these women, because all women, he adore love. They have prayed over him. Still do. Still do. But they just didn't. the 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 walls would not come down. And it's so crazy because it's been almost 21 years and the walls are still hard to bring down. And that's and that's because I'm sorry for cutting you off. And that's it. And it just hit me. This could have been all different and it would have been all different Mm -hmm. if they would have just did. If they would have just done one thing. Mm -hmm. Talk to me. Mm -hmm. Nobody talked to me. Mm-hmm. Everybody made these assumptions. Everybody made like you said, everybody had their perspective, yeah, and they ran with it. Mm-hmm. Nobody sat down and talked to me, right? Because even if you would sit down and talk to me and told me, you know, well, Chaz, I don't agree with what you're doing. Here's my reasons why I don't agree right. with it. And we had that conversation. We had an adult conversation, conversation. right? It could have went different, right? But instead, you had your biases. You held your grudges mm-hmm. and you mistreated the person I love. Right. And we're not the only, we're not the only family members. We're not the only people listening to this podcast. Right. Who had that experience. Exactly. Where all you had to do was just talk. Right. But for whatever reason, family doesn't feel like they have to do Mm-mm, that. No. They don't feel like they have to give you an explanation right. or express themselves or have open dialogue. Right. It's just, I feel this way. I'm family. You should deal with it. You should run with it. Right. And this is what should be done. And especially if it's your parents, they just feel like this is what it is and this is what is and what is gonna be. And it and it doesn't it doesn't it really just does not work that way. And for me it was so crazy because for me, I was just like, babe, try I, i'll i won't go visit i i was because i i just love families so i'm like i won't go visit i want you to continue i don't want to break 
that relationship. I don't want that relationship to end. And he was like, I, you're my family. You're my wife. These are my kids. And that's it. And I tried my best. I was like, well, babe, just try and do this and doing that. And, and he just wouldn't, <laughs> he just wouldn't budge on it. He said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. You know, cause I was willing to, st- I'm the, I'm going to stay homer. I'll stay here yeah, just no. for you to still have those relationships. And you know, the funny part about it, then came our children became adults Yeah, and they got into relationships and they've all been in long relationships. And I make sure my best and Sanchez make sure we mind our business. We just kind of like agree, disagree. I mind my business. I'm there I'm there to be supportive. I'm there to be a listening ear. Like we tell you all the time, we always ask our kids, are you venting or do you you want me to say something? Because that's a choice because sometimes it's just venting. I don't, we don't keep scorecards. We don't care. The moment you finish talking to me, that went out my ear and it's, and it's over. And, and I think because of our experiences that has taught us that that's not how we handle that. That's because we parents don't mean that we have a right to do that to our children or do that to somebody that they love. There's a old saying in sports. um, It's playing down to the competition. Mm -hmm. And what that means is that you're you're a better player than the person you're playing against. Mm -hmm. But instead of you playing your game, Mm -hmm. you play a lesser game and you play down to their level. Mm -hmm. And here's why I say that. Because what what I've noticed a lot of times when we're dealing with in-laws and mm-hmm. dealing with family, yeah. instead of that person, that husband or that wife forcing their family to play up to their level, right? they go down to their, to their family's level. level. Mm-hmm. Every time. And I'll expound on that. Instead of forcing your family to respect your relationship right, or respect your spouse, Respect your decision. Respect your decision. decision. Which the thing about decisions, you don't have to agree mm-hmm. with my decision, right? But you're going to respect my decision. my decision. Amen. And what happens is that people will allow their families, and you touched on it earlier, to disrespect their spouse mm-hmm. or disrespect their relationship yeah. or disrespect. And when you do that, you're bringing in this extra thing into your relationship. Mm -hmm. And now in in five or six years, you're wondering why, why your spouse has became distant Mm -hmm. or why your spouse is not vulnerable to you anymore. Why your spouse is not open to you anymore. Right. You know why you're and you start to wonder these things and what you don't realize it's because you set the foundation Mm -hmm. because once again, and I'll say this and I'm saying this to the gentlemen who are listening. If your wife does not feel protected Mm -hmm. and that actually goes both ways, even as a husband, if your husband doesn't feel respected, doesn't feel respected, it's going to be a problem because you open the door when you when you tell your business to your family members, if you're not careful, you open the door to opinions, opinions and everything else. And you and you open the door to, to them to have scorecards. And so what you do at that point is you will now you've given your family, your family, an opportunity to disrespect your husband. And if your husband does not feel respected, ladies, you're going to have a problem. You're going to have a problem. And I've seen it where. The disrespect is real, even in his own home. Right. Where they've allowed the in-laws or they allowed the family to disrespect them in their own home. Mm-hmm. And because they, they did not come here and because they love you, mm-hmm. they don't say anything. anything. They and swallow they let it. it go and they right. swallow it. But it's poison. 
It is. They're poison. The husband's poisoning himself. Because I don't know. Maybe certain topics is, is, is really not good for me to, to discuss because maybe I look at things differently mm-hmm. than a lot of people. Right. I'm willing to lose it all for my wife. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to lose it all for my kids. Right. Because I look at it as because this is the person under God mm-hmm. that I said that I'm devoting myself to. Right. That I pray with, mm-hmm. that I go to church with, that I serve with, mm-hmm. that I that I, I, I fall in my faith, but I, I raise up again with, mm-hmm. you know, this is the person. So to allow anybody. Right. To come against that person, mm-hmm. I can't. I'd rather stop talking to you. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather cut you out of my life. Right. All together. Right. Because the one thing I will never do, I will never have my wife look at me in the face and ever ask me the question, mm-hmm. why didn't you protect me? Why didn't you protect me? And I never want where you're going to ask me. And, for, I'm just, and I'm just talking to the ladies, and this is not all the time. Sometimes you're going to have to take this. Not some. Let me backtrack. All the time, when it's a situation between you and your spouse, you need to take it to God. Take that to God first. Go in your prayer closet and pray about that. Don't automatically get on the phone and call your mama, your cousins, your aunts, and all of them. Because I'm telling you right now, it's not good. You open the door to something that you can't close. Because at that point, especially if your spouse finds out that you told them things, the things that you've said about him. He can't trust you at that point. And if he can't trust you and he know you disrespected him, you're going to have a problem because now you have just bought distrust in your marriage. You know, you, you, you bought disrespect into your marriage. So you have to be careful. So the best way to keep, when people say, what's the best way for my in-laws, keep them out your business. Take yeah. that to God, take that to the Lord. You, there's no, I don't need to run to anybody. I need to go talk to the Lord and then let the Lord deal with me, my attitude and what part do I play in that role. And then I need to go talk to my husband and then we need to communicate. And if he don't don't want to talk i pray again go back because i tell my father jesus lord god let me let me let me holler at you about your boy you know and then i'm gonna go back but telling everybody my business and telling people so they can and and, and also ladies just remember this they like the people will throw stuff back up in your face and this is just general this is not every person i'll be like i yeah, know nah, every th- every family don't have these situations don't have the situation every in-laws are not the in-laws from hell no but i will say this We've been asked this over and over again. So that tells us there's a trend. There's a trend. There's a trend. There's a problem. There's an issue that needs to be taken care of. So my answer to that is keep people out of your business. Talk to the father about it and then communicate with your husband or your wife before you decide. Cause fellas do the same thing. Go tell their mother and their sisters, everything. And then they looking at, the wife all crazy and then speaking to her, you know, very disrespectfully, you know, so you have to be careful. And I'm going to say this, and this is probably not going to be a popular opinion. 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 I don't really care. Um, But gentlemen, there are some of you that's listening to me right now that needs to have a conversation with your moms. Yes. That you need to sit down and have a real honest conversation Mm. with your moms Mm -hmm. and it's because how she's handling your wife Mm -hmm. is not right yeah because if if it was anybody else that was not your moms Mm -hmm. 
and they were treating or talking to your wife mm-hmm. or saying things about your wife that's being currently being said, mm-hmm. it wouldn't fly. You yeah. wouldn't have it. Yeah. You would there would there would be some furniture moving. Mm-hmm. You have some problems. Mm-hmm. Without the movers. Without the movers. <laughs> Without the movers. But because it's your mom's, then you let it go. Mm-hmm. And fellas, trust me. That's that's not good, especially not good. especially if you are a man that plans on being with your wife. You plan on growing old. You plan on building. You yes. plan. This is not a fly by night relationship. Yes. This is not you not just doing something. You are committed to your wife. You are committed to your relationship. Mm-hmm. You're you're committed to building. You're committed to growing. Right. You got to sit down and have a real conversation with your mom mm-hmm. and she she has to understand that she's no longer the first woman in your mm-hmm. life she's not the first lady to church okay? she's not the first lady she's just anymore. not the first lady to church it doesn't mean that you don't love her right it doesn't mean that she's not special right it just means her role has changed yeah, she gonna have to pivot because what happens and and this this goes for a lot of parents is that as time progresses, they don't realize their role Ooh, has, has changed. changed, has changed, has shifted. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you'll always be a parent, but there's levels to this. Yes, it is. There's levels to your parenthood. Mm-hmm. There's different roles and different hats that you take on as your child becomes older. Right. And a lot of parents don't accept that. Mm-hmm. And it's not until you sit down in a respectful manner. That's right. Respect your parents. Because the one thing I will never tell anybody to do Disrespect is their be parents. disrespectful to their parents. That's right. Because the Bible says you got short days you being disrespectful. That's <laughs> not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's, it's honor thy mother and thy father. father. That's not so what I'm saying. Will be long. So your days will be long. Mm-hmm. But within that honor, there has to be an honest conversation. Yeah. There has to be an adult conversation mm-hmm. because because gentlemen until you show your moms mm-hmm. how much this woman really means to you right and how much you're willing to sacrifice for her mm-hmm. she's going to continue down the same road yeah so you have you have to be careful i always think about this just it, when you were just saying that um for for guys because it just cracks me up fellas you got a wife your mama gonna get old and normally, if you're a good if you're a good son, you're not gonna put your mom in the home. She coming to live with you. She coming to live with you, and that that same wife. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. To with that same wife. Now you could take that any kind of way I you want. Take it. I, just listen to hear hear my heart. That same wife, mama getting old, and she coming home to that same wife to live with. To, that she wants you and her to take care of her. So I'm just saying, think about that. And the same thing for ladies. Don't let your brothers, your dad, your uncle, step to your husband like he not a grown man. Like he less than off of something that you said in the heat of the moment. Or that you shared with maybe your mom and she told your dad. Or vice versa or whatever. Be very, very, very careful. Because again... If your husband cannot trust you, that means that he can't be vulnerable and honest with you. You just lost any line of communication that you could possibly get. Yeah. That line has officially been locked. Clank, 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 clank. And then if he feels disrespected where you're making him feel less than a man, then at that point, you lost the very foundation of what you can have for your marriage. So again, I'm, we're just saying, talk to your, to your family. 
about boundaries before you get married. I, if, if you're already married, then go have, like Cynthia said, go have them conversations right now, right now, because this can be causing strife. Like you said, it's a trend for people. And I think that it can be causing strife. And then you got to have a made up mind too, to know what you want. You're not a little girl anymore. No, you're, not, you're not a little boy you're, anymore. A, you're a grown person doing grown people stuff. So you put away your childish stuff. You can't be a little boy or a little girl when you get around your mom and your dad. When you got a whole husband and a whole bunch of kids and a whole family, you're going to have to stand up and rise up in a respectful manner, like Sanchez said, and tell your family, here's my boundaries. This is what I will tolerate. And this is what I not will not tolerate. And if you feel that you can't handle what I'm saying, then there's nothing else for us to talk about. Bottom line. Yeah. That's my final thought. And I just want to say it before I said it. That's your final thought. Mm-hmm. So my final thought, I'm going to just echo what you said. It's just my final thought is boundaries of communication. Mm-hmm. You cannot you cannot be afraid to have the hard conversations. Mm-hmm. Life is about the hard conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way you're going to the only way you're going to excel in life, the only way you're going to live a fulfilled life, mm-hmm. live a fulfilled life. Mm-hmm. The only way you're going to live a fuller life is by having those hard conversations. Mm-hmm. And right now, there's somebody listening to me that needs to have that hard conversation, conversation. whether it's with your spouse, Mm -hmm. whether it's with your moms, whether it's with your dad, whether it's with Mm -hmm. your grandpa, there is somebody in your circle as we sit and speak that you need to have a hard conversation. Absolutely. And have it, have the hard conversation. Have it. So you can just go on about your business and live your best life. Cause human communication is going to help you with that. Seriously. Always, always. So, Bay. Yes. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we're done. I hope. Hopefully, we answered the question. I don't know. You think we answered the question? We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll hear see. from somebody. We'll hear from somebody. If we, we didn't answer the question, we'll hear. We'll from hear somebody. from somebody. We hope that we did. We hopeful. Hope what? Yeah, what you just said. Hopeful. Yeah, right there. I don't think that's what I meant. Yeah, that's that's what you said. Hmm. I was in the kitchen okay. when you said it. Okay. Well, I'm just not gonna talk no more. How about that? So, family, as always, we just thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Like we said, hopefully we we gave you something that you can take with you. Um, We just appreciate you, however you're listening to us, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's on Podbean, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Google Play, whether it's iHeartRadio, whether it's Amazon Music, Mm -hmm. or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshaw.com. Once again, www.thecrenshaw.com. What is that? What www. Is you That actually is our web. That actually is sure? our web address. It is. That's our. That's you our web address. Good? I feel good about okay, it. Okay, carry on. Our email address is wow. The Crenshaw. Come on now. At gmail.com. Once again, The Crenshaw Corner. I'm praying for at you. gmail.com. I'm praying for you. We are interactive. That means we're on the <laughs> socials. You can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, all under The Crenshaw Corner. <laughs> And family, as always, just welcome to our journey. We love you guys. Bye.